What a wild, wacky, incredible, unforgettable offseason. Before we start this new football year, we're going to look back at the nine biggest storylines, count them down from the most unforgettable Badgers offseason that we may ever have. You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, Badger fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Badgers. Thank you for joining us. I am Ryan Herrings, your host. This is Locked On Badgers, your team every single day. Uh, really do appreciate it. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create, create an account, and use code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. All right, listen, we're about to start the new year. This next week is going to be full of game content. We got Buffalo preview, we got our season predictions, we got all this coming up. But we need to just take a second to look back at what has been the most insane, crazy, monumentous, game-changing offseason in, since Barry Alvarez came, at least, right? And uh, it's incredible. So I, I took the, the nine, ten biggest storylines from this offseason, um, and I ranked them in descending order. So let's do that. Let, let's go through the biggest offseasons, and let's just kind of recap and reset where we are and how we got here. And uh, how excited we are moving forward. So I, I categorize this as right after, um, we'll call it AC, right? After Christ. So immediately after Paul Christ was fired, these are, are the biggest things that happened in uh, a tumultuous and incredible offseason. Uh, number nine, I have Jim Leonard going to Illinois. Now, from a, from a surprise standpoint, if you had said before the season this would happen, this would be like probably number one, number two, number three, right? The, the idea of Jim Leonard coaching in anything other than the Motion W and anywhere else other than Camp Randall in any spot outside of Madison is it, – it's hard to, to – it's still weird to me, right? It's going to be weird to me until the moment he eventually makes his way back to Madison because that's right, Wisconsin fans. I think eventually it will come full circle, right? That's a – I think that's coming full circle, but it may take a while. But I have it number nine because I don't think it really – I'm also kind of ranked these in terms of how they impact the Badgers this year and going forward. This one doesn't really impact Wisconsin that much. Like they, they have a great defensive coordinator in. They have a great head coach in. Right? It's not like Jim Leonard left and then you couldn't find a great candidate to replace him. You did that. Now, Jim Leonard is still a stud. Former star player, obviously, near and dear to all of our hearts. Uh, brilliant defensive coordinator. I would have still loved – to see how it could have worked if he had managed to stay on staff. But I, I understand the reasonings and the rationale behind it. But still, him going to, to Illinois and coaching – or not coaching, he's an analyst at another program is – ah, it's, it's crazy to me. Um, that's number nine for me. Number eight, I have this 24 recruiting class. Because if you remember when Luke Fickle came in, right, he came in and he had to finish off another class. And then we talked a little bit about this class right here may not be the strongest because they're still – they, they haven't had years. How recruiting works now is you're recruiting years out in advance. You're building relationships years in advance. So it can be a little difficult for a new staff to come in and immediately build relationships and immediately start landing talent. Now, I think NIL has actually made that a little easier for the schools that can flex their muscles, right? I think that's made it a little easier. But we were a little worried about how would this, this first class look like. I think most people thought he would elevate recruiting to some degree. But outside, listen, there's there's little complaints here and there. I've talked about it. Uh, defensive line needs to get a little better. I would have preferred maybe to land one or two of the in-state kids. But overall, they 
for a first full year class, the, the, the first class that they've been able to do, um, they'll be their first full cycle. They've crushed it. I mean, they have knocked it out of the park. I think Rivals right now is 10 four-star players per Rivals. Uh, 247, which we talked about, is a little lower, but uh, multiple high-level cornerbacks with Agard and Lucas. Um, Jay Harper's another one that's really good. Camille Prescott, uh, Raphael Dunn. These guys are really good players. And then I think they reloaded brilliantly on the offensive line. Two four-star, three or four-star running backs who are both uber-talented, a four-star tight end. They got the quarterback from Texas. Again, it's it's not the perfect class. And it you may never get the perfect class at Wisconsin, right? But for his first full cycle, a swing, a hit, a home run, nailed it. I think they've done a tremendous job. And I'm going to get into some of the underlying reasons behind that coming up. But I think they just crushed it. And that was a question we had. So, you know, you have Leonard to Illinois. You have this 2024 recruiting class. And then number seven, the number seven biggest storyline for me this offseason, Brady Mother and Collins. Brady Collins, y'all. Um, when was the last time? I'll say this. When was the last time you even, I think, the psychos kind of know, and I, I say psychos in a, I use it in the, in the way that Chris Paul uses it. Chris Paul refers to basketball people who live the game as psychos, right? He considers himself a psycho. So it's, it's a compliment, by the way. Um, the psychos among the Badger fandom, they know who the strength and conditioning coach is, right? They, they could probably rattle off several that have been here. But most people don't know the name of the strength and conditioning coach. I would almost guarantee you name recognition for Brady Collins and the strength and conditioning department at Wisconsin is through the roof. He he may be the most recognizable strength and conditioning coach in the Big Ten, or at least one of them. I mean, squat fest, right? He came in and people are fired up. Um, I remember I talked to the Cincinnati beat writer. I've mentioned this on the show. I talked to him a couple times when uh, Brady or when um, Luke Fickle was hired. And he said, listen, Brady Collins is the secret weapon. And I asked Brady Collins about that. And, you know, he said, no, 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 no. But I'm telling you, like, based on what the players have said, based on what Luke Fickle has said, based on what people at Cincinnati have said, based on the gains that some of these players have made. I mean, Braylon Allen is 10 pounds uh, bigger and he's still faster. Not, not, not all of that's Brady Collins, right? Give uh, Braylon Allen credit for attacking this offseason, right? Players have to still do the work. The greatest strength and conditioning coach in the world can't can't get a player to work if that player doesn't want to work. But I think we've definitely upgraded massively there. And not only that, the energy and just the the fun that he's injected into the program from a spot that you normally don't get that. It's incredible. Like I I just to me that's number seven on the when I'm looking back this offseason, like Brady Collins is a part of it. Like, I remember specifically, I've talked to him a couple times on the show. I've talked to him offline a little bit. He is awesome. Uh, great energy. I think he's an incredible addition to this coaching staff, to this program. That's my number seven. So let me count that down. At number nine, I have Jim Leonard to Illinois. Mostly because I, I don't think the impact on Wisconsin is huge. But if you were to tell me just from a, like, that's a shocking move from the, what it would have been at the beginning of the year, yeah, that'd be higher. I have um, the 24 recruiting class that they're just absolutely crushing. And then I have Frankie Collins and Squad Fest coming to Madison, hopefully here for a long time. Keep going. Um, I got three more coming up. We are going to take a quick break for friends of the show. Uh, coming up, I'm going to talk a little bit about an overall to key position, um, the, something happening bigger than Wisconsin. We're going to talk about that coming up next on Lockdown Badgers, continue talking about this wild and wacky offseason. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our new friends over at Athletic Brewing. And, um, you know, so now – 
Now's the time for the Game Changer of the Week, brought to you by the Athletic Brewing Company. Much like Coach Fickle has changed the culture and, and the nature of Wisconsin football, Athletic Brewing has completely changed the non, non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that are they taste good. Um, they're, they're something that you can drink at any point in time and be comfortable doing it. You know, before a podcast, on a podcast, you could do it before you run a race. You could do it while you're out mowing the lawn. Um, it's great tasting, award-winning. And the best part about it is really 50, or there's over 50 styles of craft non-alcoholic beers. There's your IPAs, if that's what you're into, which is what I am. There's Goldens, there's Sours, there's more. So you can get all the variety that you like when you go to those craft breweries, but you get it um, in something, again, that's fit for any time you want to drink it. Drink them anytime, anywhere, and make any activity even more enjoyable. And no hangovers, ever. So you get the kind of the social aspect of it without the hangover. They have changed my drinking game. You can find... Uh, Athletic Brewing Company's non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewing.com. First-time customers can use code LOCKEDON to get 15% off your first online order. That's code LOCKEDON at checkout for 15% off athleticbrewing.com. Note, near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. You, uh, Athletic Brewing Company, athleticbrewing.com, and near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. All right. Uh, I do want to say thank you again for everybody tuning into the show. Really, really do appreciate y'all. Let's keep talking about this insane offseason, right? And again, like I just kind of want to reset what happened and where we're at. And I'm so excited for what's coming up this year. So here, um, number six, right? I did my first three. Number six, the quarterback overhaul. What has happened to that quarterback? I mean, again, I've talked about quarterbacks are natural resources that are rare. It's harder to find a quarterback than it is to find an oil deposit or a diamond, right? That's why that's why the best college quarterbacks, they said Caleb Williams is making 2 million plus in NIL deals, right? They, you know, look at what Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, look at what professional quarterbacks are making. It's, it's the rarest resource on planet earth. There's like 13 good ones in the NFL and like maybe 30 good ones in college. 7 billion people on this planet, there's 43 quarterbacks you can find. So um, to overhaul a quarterback room to the level to which Wisconsin did this offseason, given the history and the barometer that we used to judge Wisconsin quarterbacks by, they again, they knocked it out of the park. It's We used to say, well, you're, you're going to have a hard time overhauling your offense in Wisconsin because how are you going to get the, the quarterbacks up there? How are you going to get the weapons up there? And then Phil Longo came in and said, all right, well, we'll get Nick Evers from Oklahoma. We'll get Braden Locke from uh, Mississippi State. And while we're at it, we're going to snag Tanner Mordecai from over here. He had like one of those giant grabby arms at the arcade, right? And he just kept putting quarters in and pulling up four-star quarterbacks, dropping them off in the box. Except unlike me, he was getting things. He wasn't striking out. And the overhaul the quarterback room to that degree, because you look back at what was here last year, right? It was Mertz. You had Wolf. You had Burkett, um, and then you had oh, – I'm blanking on his name. The the walking from Connecticut who transferred. Oh, it's going to bother me. I, I'm not blanking on him purposely, but that was the quarterback room. Oh, and Deacon Hill. That was the quarterback room. That's really bad. Like, that's one of the worst quarterback rooms you're going to find, and that's no disrespect to any of those guys, but, like, that's that's a terrible power five quarterback room, right? And then we went from that to this. Uh, Mordecai could be an NFL guy after this year. And then you have multiple four stars backing him up. Plus you still brought in Cole crew. Plus you've already landed your 2024 and 2025 guys. 
It's incredible. Like that's that's as big a transformation um, from a position of this importance in one year that you're going to find. Um, at least at least at Wisconsin. So uh, I think that's an incredibly interesting storyline. I've talked about it. We talked about it all off season. It should continue to excite you because as long as the quarterbacks are here, the program ceiling is is as high as it's going to be. Right. That's the the biggest barometer in football. Do you have the quarterback? Check yes or no. It's like a flow chart. If you check no. You know, your flow chart immediately goes to you will have a minimum of three or four losses. If you check yes, this it goes to you have a chance to win a national title, right? That's what having the right quarterback and the right quarterback developer mean. It means your ceiling is through the roof. And that's what they've done here. That's what they did this offseason. All right. Number five, um, biggest, biggest storyline from this offseason, the recruiting department. We talked about overhauls and trans, uh, overhauling a, a positional group, right? Talk about overhauling maybe the the most important positional group on the in like the coaching side right in the coaching support side however you want to call the recruiting department again think about where we were two years ago one year ago excuse me and then think about where we are now it's night and day and this this all ties together right like we just finished talking about the overhaul of the quarterback room well this this recruiting department plays a huge role in that you know pat lambert and steinecker and then you think about the 24 class I talked about already knocking that out of the park. Well, again, that that comes that branches off this hub of this recruiting department that was overhauled also this offseason. The whole storyline there about how detail oriented these guys are, how they're they're purposeful in this. And they weren't put here just because you needed to find a body to put here. They were put in the recruiting department in Cincinnati because that's what they're really good at. That's what they're passionate about. That's the skill set they have. Whereas previously, we were just kind of shoehorning people into the recruiting department saying, can you do this? Is, is this is this something you can do? Um, that's another one. The overhaul there is, it's incredible. And it's such a big difference. It's going to make such a big difference going forward. It already has made a big difference. And it's one of the most meaningful things that happened this offseason. All right, let's go number four, Big Ten expansion. Again, this... You just start rattling this stuff off. This offseason was insane, not just for Wisconsin, but for the Big Ten. Like you look at the Big Ten, you're talking multiple new head coaches, you know, Nebraska, Purdue, lots of places turning over. You're talking about uh, Harbaugh potentially getting suspended and then getting suspended and then not. And then, yes, you're talking about um, tons of transfer quarterbacks all over, especially the Big Ten West. Right. But, you know, Michigan State losing their quarterback to Auburn, uh, you know, like all sorts of craziness in the big 10. And then on top of it, Oh, by the way, uh, yeah, we just did away with uh, West and East. We're bringing in USC, USC, UCLA. This is what the schedules look like. And then rip all that up. Nope. never mind. Now we're also bringing in Oregon and Washington. Maybe we'll go back to divisions. Who knows their scheduling that we just did and put together is gone, right? We're going to have to redo all that. What a chaotic off season. And how much fun is this? Listen, I've been on record as saying I'm not super thrilled with Washington, Oregon coming in. I'm still not super thrilled, but I do think that I probably reacted a little too quickly to that. Because now I'm thinking about a game against Washington. I'm thinking about a game against Oregon. Like, those are good football games. And that's something Justin comes on the show and talks about. Like, you're going to have better football games. He's right. Like, he that, that's a very, very good point that Justin makes there. And um, I hope he listens to this and gets gives himself a pat on the back. Probably won't listen to it. But like we're going to have more football games that are better, better matchups, a, a better stage. We're going to have coast-to-coast Big Ten games. Um, what this is doing for the conference, again, we talked about biggest impacts. This is a huge impact for Wisconsin because this is going to lead to an influx of money, more visibility, better recruiting, 
Um, it's just a rising tide lifts all boats. And Wisconsin is in one of the two halves in college football and just adding to it, adding to that war chest by rating the Pac-12. So that to me is number four. Let's recap this group. I have the quarterback overhaul. Incredible. The recruiting department, meaningful. And um, it, that is going to pay such dividends. And we've already seen it. And then Big Ten expansion. The Big Ten just plucking what they want from places where they want it. Um, I'm really excited about that one, too. All right, we're going to take a quick break, come back with my top three uh, storylines of the offseason. Really excited to talk about it, finish wrapping up this, this incredible offseason. But first, uh, today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the, the number one place. If you're trying to find a last-minute ticket, you're getting stressed out, you have all the pressure on you, you've been meaning to plan this thing out, maybe you have a boys' night and your job is to get the tickets, they're getting the transportation and the, the lodging, and you got to find tickets and you're freaked out, go to Game Time. Take a breath. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, music, comedy, theaters. I've talked about I've never been to a concert. I'm going to make it to one at some point. Killer deals, last-minute tickets. You can come through as the hero for your group. Browse through the Game Time app. Talk about upcoming events in your in your area. It makes it really easy and simple. Flash deals to find your last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed and event cancellation protection. It's You're not going to find a better way to do this. Game Time is the place for last-minute tickets. Snake the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code LOCKDOWNCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. I do want to say thank you again to everybody tuning in. Um, a couple programming notes for the everydayers here. We do have uh, our giveaway show coming up. So I have a bunch of great swag. I actually got some of it right here. Hold on. I have a bunch of great swag coming up. This is a Tanner Mordecai, right, autographed helmet. What about the goat? One of the goats, Melvin Gordon, autographed helmet. I have an awesome Tyler Biotis autographed helmet. We're giving all of this away. Um, you don't have to sign up for anything. You don't have to do anything. Uh, we did this giveaway last year as well. It's just a way to say thank you. Thank you for supporting the show, the community. It means a lot. So we're going to have a really fun giveaway. That's Tuesday, a live show. I hope you join in. There'll be some trivia. It won't be just trivia, right? Last time we did only trivia, and I think we found a few different, a few problems with doing 100% trivia. So there's going to be a combination of trivia. There's going to be a reward for some people who have been really supporting the show. Um, it's going to be fun. You're going to want to tune in that Tuesday, 10 Eastern live giveaway show. All right, let's keep going here. Let's finish off with my top three. Uh, storylines of the offseason. Um, let me know yours too. If, if any of these you think I'm overlooking or if there's something you think I'm overlooking. Just to recap quick, number nine, I have Jim Leonard to Illinois. Number eight, the 24 recruiting class. Number seven, Brady, Squat Fest Collins. Uh, number six, I have the quarterback overhaul. Number five, recruiting department overhaul. Number four, Big Ten expansion. Number three, biggest storyline for me in the offseason is the the changing of expectations and the changing of the guard at Wisconsin, Right. None of this happens without Chris McIntosh elevating expectations and in a way demanding higher expectations because it would have been incredibly simple. I've talked about it for Chris McIntosh to come in and say, all right, let's 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 slow play this. Let's we're fine. We're still going to have a winning record. Uh, Paul Chris has a great track record. All true. Let's just hold off. That would have been the easy thing to do. But uh, the expectations are higher. And I think Chris McIntosh realizes that and is setting that right and with that one move by Chris McIntosh, it kicked off this set of dominoes, which leads to bringing in 
um, people we're going to talk about here, but a Luke Fickle, a Phil Longo. It leads to this recruiting department. It leads to this quarterback overhaul, right? It leads to all these other changes, but it starts with saying, we need to expect a little bit more here, right? And that starts with Chris McIntosh. And I was wrong. Like, I was dead wrong on that one. Now, I think I was right. I was right with this job is really appealing, right? I, I, I said at the beginning, don't give it to Leonard. Play the season out. See who might be interested. You might be surprised. Um, and people pushed back on that a little bit. They said, it's going to be Leonard's job. I said, well, just, 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 just wait. Let's see. However, where I was dead wrong is I repeatedly said on the show, listen, Chris isn't getting fired this year. Um, Mac Dosh is a first-year guy. He's, it's just it's not the Wisconsin way. And I was dead wrong. And I give uh, Mac Dosh a ton of credit for it. He took a swing. Now, we got to see if that swing works out. But he took a swing. And I think with that swing, he raised expectations. Uh, number two, biggest storyline for me in the offseason, I think it has to be Phil Longo. I think it absolutely has to be Phil Longo because with Phil Longo, you're doing there's there's two things here, right? Phil Longo and the system he runs. And that system has been so so um perpendicular to to everything Wisconsin has done offensively that I think the impact is way beyond just the, the coordinator. He is changing the fabric of Wisconsin's offense, right? And in doing so, what does Phil Longo do? Phil Longo attracts, you know, uh, talking about gravity, Phil Longo attracts quarterbacks. He attracts receivers. He attracts talent into this kind of ecosystem. So bringing Phil Longo in just changes everything. It changes the dynamic. It changes the players you can pull. It changes, I think, the expectations. I think it changes the way defenses play us. I mean, obviously, but it, it causes new issues on that side of the ball. It changes the it changes the narrative about Wisconsin being a team that is stuck in the, in a way that's stuck in the past that hasn't modernized, that hasn't kept up. It changes all of those things. I think it changes the NIL landscape, right? Because you get more excited. It Listen, people speak with money, right? I mean, we get this, right? People speak with money and excitement speaks with money. You go to a place that's exciting and you spend money. Like you go to a carnival with lights and music and, and bells and whistles, and it makes you kind of want to buy tickets to do things. If you went to like a, a, a dying mall, you're not excited. You're not going to spend any money there. I, seeing this, and if it works, right, seeing quarterbacks and receivers and a more high-octane offense, it's just going to generate excitement, and that is going to generate money, and that generates NIL, and NIL gets you better players, and better players continue to make the program exciting, and that causes the media to talk about you, and you get higher-profile games which is going to lead to more NIL money. Like it's just self-perpetuating wheel if it works, right? It has to work, but it, it at least it gets you at bats, right? It gets you to the plate with an opportunity to make it work. Whereas previously, I don't think we would have been. So Phil Longo, for all of these reasons, the excitement of the program, the ability to recruit new talent, the changing in the offensive scheme, the ability to change the narrative around Wisconsin is to me the number two storyline coming out of this offseason. Number one is Luke Fickle, right? Duh. Uh, Obviously, number one is Luke Fickle for all of the reasons, because none of it happens without Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle is the guy that Phil Longo wanted to work with. Phil Longo is the guy who pulls the strings to the quarterbacks. You know, um, Luke Fickle is the guy bringing in Brady Collins. Uh, he's the guy bringing in the recruiting department. The recruiting department are, is the guys helping to overhaul the quarterback room and the 24 class. Excuse me. Like it all. He's, he's the center of it all. Right. And all the strings extend from him. So Luke Fickle to me, obviously the the biggest storyline of uh, 
an offseason filled with storylines, an offseason filled with fascinating topics. Like, I feel like any one of these would, could dominate an offseason, right? Like, a Big Ten expansion in most offseasons would be the biggest story we might talk about. A uh, new coaching hire would be the biggest story we might talk about. A new offensive coordinator is going to change the system might be the biggest thing we might talk about. Jim Leonard, a hometown son going to Illinois after not getting a promotion, he thought might be the biggest thing we talk about in most normal seasons. There's like nine or ten things. I didn't even get to the receiver overhaul, right? I, there are other things. I, like I made nine. This, this offseason has been fascinating and incredible, and we're going to look back at it in five years, and we're going to say that was the offseason that changed the trajectory of the program, up or down. I don't think this program stays the same. Like it's either going to work out really well, I think, or – it's going to not be a disaster. Like this coaching staff is too talented and, and the roster is too good for it to be a disaster. But if it, if it is mediocre, then I think you've lost the identity you had before and you have a new identity that's not as strong and you're mediocre. I think five years from now, we're going to look back at this offseason and say four or three years from now, we're going to look back and say, this was the offseason that changed the tra- trajectory of the program for better or for worse. I think it's going to be for better. Uh, I know there are those out there who who aren't so sure of that, but I think in three years, we're going to look back and say, that was the reason this program took a step. That offseason, these nine storylines are why this program took a step. I can't wait to see it. Badger fans, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we have a full week of game coverage coming up for all the everydayers. We have our Buffalo preview, our season preview. That's going to be with Rajiv and Justin. Brian will come back on. We'll talk recruiting some more for sure. We'll take a future look at some of the 2025s. There's going to be our big time giveaway show again. Sign in. Join for that. Uh, come join the show and get some free Badger swag. Bunch coming up this week on Wisconsin. Let's go.